Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey everyone, it's Rayanne here. Today, we are gonna dive into the most common mistakes I see many people make when it comes to exercise. I have been teaching fitness classes since I turned 18. I have been through many of the fitness trends over the years and have spent thousands of hours not only personally exercising, but teaching others exercise, working with personal training clients, and doing years and years worth of continuing education. I have seen it all, so I can confidently say I am an expert at fitness. I was just thinking today about that class where you would slide side to side on a board. Do you remember that? We would put on these little booties over our shoes and do a speed skater type motion side to side on this really slippery board. Not really sure what happened to that class, but I can't say I miss it. Now, I will say that I'm not an expert at certain kinds of exercise programs. I am not a yoga instructor. I am not a CrossFit instructor. I am not a bar instructor, and I am by no means a dance instructor. I did try to be a hip-hop dance um, teacher for a while. There was a class called Hip-Hop Hustle. It was so fun, but I finally decided to give up teaching it because it was taking me about 10 hours to learn how to teach a one 45-minute class. Definitely not a good use of my time, and honestly, I just felt a little silly. With all of the knowledge and experience that I have around fitness, I want to share with you what I think are six mistakes people make when starting a fitness routine or having a fitness routine. So first mistake, the first mistake is using exercise as their main tool to either lose weight or change their body. Many people are really confused about exercise and it's no wonder when we see shows like Biggest Loser, and you see millions of Pinterest posts and boards about exercise and millions of videos online touting that exercise is the only way to lose weight or burn fat. But exercise is one of those things that must be used appropriately or else it will backfire and potentially cause you to either not lose weight or fat or worse yet, gain weight. Here is one reason why it's not a good idea to use exercise as your main tool for weight loss. Increased hunger. Yes, I probably don't need to tell you that nutrition is very important, and today I'm not even going to talk about nutrition. But one thing people don't realize is that when they start exercising or exercise more, they will experience an increase in hunger. Have you ever noticed that on days that you work out intensely or you do more exercise that you're more hungry? Here's the thing. When you work out hard, your metabolism speeds up, which everybody thinks is a great idea. But when your metabolism increases, so does your hunger and need for fuel. Think of your metabolism as a fire. And when it burns, it burns up food for fuel. The more fire, the more fuel it needs to continue to burn. 
Therefore, if you're working out intensely, but spending the rest of the day or even the next day making up for the workout by eating more snacks and bigger meals, it's very possible you're overeating. It only takes a couple hundred calories to stall your results and or make you gain. You may even feel like you've earned an extra cookie or maybe an extra beer or extra pasta or bread since you had a great workout. Sure, you may need a little more to feel satisfied and to, you know, cure the hunger, but be very careful of treating yourself for every workout or extra workout done. That's mistake number one, using exercise as your only tool to change your body. Mistake number two is doing too much exercise or thinking exercise is only good if it's super hard. It seems like every time I get on the internet, I see a new article about how to increase the intensity or fat burning effect of your workout. And by the way, these articles are usually full of images of young women in their sports bras and their little booty shorts dripping with sweat and looking like they could potentially be in an adult magazine. So nothing against these young women at all, but it is a little frustrating and annoying as someone who is not 23 years old and with more than 15% body fat, not to mention all of the editing of the photos and how it can make you feel. So many women read these articles and think, oh, well, I need to do more to look like that, or I need to do more ab work, more cardio, more boot camp, more yoga, more Pilates, more bar, more, 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 more. Then they either feel A, totally defeated before even getting started, or B, overwhelmed trying to fit in all of that exercise into their already limited schedule. Then you fast forward six to 12 weeks later after either giving up on the routine or adding in too much exercise and both parties potentially end up in the exact same place they started. Now, of course, you guys, you know, I'm an advocate of exercise. I personally love to exercise and I truly believe exercise can help you change your body and it can completely, maybe even more importantly, change your mindset and your mood. Also, some people think that if their workout isn't hard enough or if it doesn't make them sore, that it's not a good workout. False. You don't always have to be killing it to see results or to have a positive effect from your workout. You know what? I really like to be sore. And I love knowing that I'm sore because my workout really challenged me. But if you are in a state of soreness constantly, then it's time to take a break. I'm not telling you to not exercise. I am just warning you that if you do too much exercise or always feel like making yourself puke when you work out, you could be risking your results and you are more prone to injury. If you do too much exercise or too much intensity, you're more likely, you know, to get an injury. If you're injured, this can hurt because, you know, injuries hurt, but also prevent you from exercising at all. So if you're resting or not exercising because you have an injury, but you've been used to eating more and doing all the exercise, you might continue to still eat more, but not move as much. Therefore, you'll be having too many calories and feeling bad. So just don't do it. Just don't overexercise. Don't overdo it so that you don't end up getting injured and having to sit out. Mistake number three. Some people only do cardio. 
This is a big thing that I see among all men and women. Again, there is some misunderstanding about cardio. Yes, cardio burns calories. Yes, cardio makes you sweat. Yes, cardio is probably the easiest to do because you don't necessarily need a bunch of equipment. You can run, um, do dance classes, cardio hit. Um, there's all kinds of cardio you can do on your own. And it's really easy to jump on a bike um, or grab a jump rope or a treadmill. And by the way, cardio is just very popular. It's not surprising that many people do too much cardio or rather don't do enough strength training. Listen, I am a self-proclaimed cardio queen. I really am. I love to feel my lungs burning and my heart pounding. I like to look at my watch and see that my heart is really high and the sweatier I get, the better. But I know that just doing cardio is not the most effective way to gain muscle or to burn excess fat. As we age, it's more important than ever to maintain or increase muscle. The more strength we have, the better balance we have. We are less prone to injury and we can live our most independent life. Also, having more muscle tone is attractive and can boost your confidence. Not to mention that the more muscle you have on your body frame, the more calories you burn at rest. When doing cardio, you may notice that you burn more calories, right? You can see just based if you have a fitness tracker or even if you look at the machine, you burn more calories during your exercise session doing cardio than when you do than the calories you burn doing a weight training session. But what your fitness tracker doesn't show you is that you will continue to burn calories at a higher rate after a weight session more than you do a cardio session. So it's really important to work those muscles. It really fires up the metabolism. And another thing to consider, if you do too much cardio all the time, you can potentially throw your stress hormone cortisol out of whack. Too much stress on your body, whether it's from emotional stress, work stress, relationship stress, whatever, or exercise stress is still too much stress. So including both cardio and strength into your routine is critical. Mistake number four, doing random and unscheduled or unprogrammed workouts. The really super cool thing about the internet is that you can find just about any workout you want. If you just do a Google search or get on Pinterest or wherever, go YouTube, there's, you're going to find a cardio, a strength, a boot camp, a yoga, a CrossFit, dance, whatever you're looking for, you can find it all online. But the problem with this is that too many people select random workouts that don't work together. This is considered the circus approach. If you are choosing workouts that don't give your muscles time to repair between sessions, or if you are choosing only one style of workouts, you can cause injury or muscle imbalance, or even create weak spots in your body by avoiding certain muscle groups. That's why it's super important to make sure you understand all modes of exercise and why they are important and how you combine them so that you aren't creating unknown issues in your body. I have many people come to me that are already working out, but after further review of their routine, we find that they need to be adding more strength and flexibility to their routine to prevent weaknesses and imbalances in their muscles. Mistake number five, less NEAT. So what do I mean by that? What is less NEAT? NEAT stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. This means any non-exercise activity that you do during the day. 
This is walking, standing, fidgeting, cleaning, pacing, lifting things up, and general movement of the body. More and more research is showing that this type of movement is very important to our physical health. Movement versus workouts or an exercise is different, but very, very important. Many people track their steps. I am a big fan of this because you'll see that it's difficult to get to your 10,000 steps a day if you don't do some type of movement. And just one intense workout is not usually going to get you there. I will say, though, if you're a runner and you run four to five miles, you might be getting close to your 10K steps. And by the way, I'm not saying you have to aim for 10,000 steps a day. What I'm saying is aim to just get more steps. If you're not walking very much now, add in some more steps. If you're already walking a lot, then maybe you're already there. So what can happen with intense workouts, though, is that you trick your mind into thinking, well... I worked out very hard today, so it's okay if I just sit down and read a book the rest of the day or look at the computer. Or I worked out twice yesterday, so I'm going to eat pizza and watch movies all weekend. Just because you have a full and intense exercise exercise session, or if you work out daily, that doesn't mean you should just sit down and rest for the remainder of the day. Keep moving. Not only will it keep your metabolism flexible and healthy, it will keep you limber. If you sit too much, you will get extra sore from your hard workouts or stiff. Mistake number six, not taking enough time to rest or heal. Many people have that all or nothing mentality when it comes to exercise. They're either totally smashing their workouts or just not doing it at all. Finding a routine or set schedule where you have all activities planned out or pre-programmed is a great idea. The problem with going hard all the time is that you can overwork your muscles, your joints, and your spine. Your body can only take so much before it decides to just shut down. And if your body decides to be done, there's not a lot you can do about it. By planning in rest time and or active recovery... You can feel confident that you will be less likely to get injured and you can feel good that you will keep your hormones balanced and keep your body in a flexible, healthier state. Some ideas for active recovery are just going for leisure walks, you know, actual leisure walks. It doesn't mean like power walking. Don't take your pink dumbbells with you. Like just go for a nice walk. Look at the flowers. Watch the, you know, springtime now. Watch the trees budding. Enjoy the sun, you know, take deep breaths, just leisurely walk. Some other ideas are stretching, maybe playing a sport such as golf or maybe pickleball, and even gentle yoga. You are active and moving, but not overdoing it. The clients I work with that are balancing their workout week with tough workouts and active recovery see the best results and experience less hunger and cravings too. So there you have it, six common mistakes that people make with their exercise routines. One, using exercise as the only tool for body change, meaning they're ignoring their nutrition. Number two, doing too much exercise or going too hard too often. Number three, only doing cardio. And remember, it's really important to include strength training, core training, and do some cross training as well. Number four, doing random circus workouts that don't make sense together. This can lead to potential injury and or muscle imbalances. Number five, not getting enough non-exercise activity. Okay, just keeping the movement going. Just because you work out doesn't mean you should just sit the rest of the day. And number six, 
not getting enough rest or recovery time. I believe in balancing your body with enough intense exercise to increase strength and stamina with enough stress reduction activities such as leisure walking and yoga to create a strong, lean body that has a more flexible metabolism. When you vary your workouts, rest when needed, and slowly progress your workout intensity, you can keep your hunger more in check and feel more energized and less stiff. One of the main purposes of my online group training membership is to teach balanced and effective workouts in a manner that doesn't overtrain my clients, but gives them enough exercise to see and feel a difference. Each workout is also balanced so that the entire body can be aligned and equally strong. If you're feeling confused or just want an at-home workout program that is already programmed and balanced, let me know. I can show you how to get started. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. Are you making any of these fitness mistakes? I want to know. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit, and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.